Hey. Hey. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Before we get into episode nine of Dear Mama, we got to give a uh, special shout out to my little brother, Keon. Yeah. Celebrated his 19th birthday yesterday. Yesterday. Now, in 1999, he was actually born on Mother's Day because mm. back then, that day, it was that Sunday. So, yeah. And Keon is very special to us because he actually allowed me to propose to Randy on his birthday. Yeah. Good times. It was really sweet. Before we get into this episode, we're going to do a quick, just going to highlight some uh, some activity that we received. Yeah. Some people have been commenting and sharing, and we really appreciate it. Please continue to do so as we move forward. But um, this comment comes from someone we went to high school with, yeah. well, Randy went to high school with. Yeah. Um, we all worked together in high school. Um, it's from Cerise. Uh, her comment on episode six. She says, uh, LMAO, at Paul's love story on episode six. I believe that was my hood love story. Mm-hmm. Good times. Uh, I'm screaming at your responses. Randy, cusp of 18. She was young. Um, I love the introduction on this episode with the young lady's comments about relationships. I can relate. I love listening to you guys. It's a good blueprint for for, de- for developing a good relationship. Super helpful and insightful on maintaining good slash healthy relationships. But I, too, feel like the ship has sailed. Oh, no. <laughs> The guy needs hustle, in quotes, is hilarious and so true. I was working 50 to 11 jobs in Ohio. The whole conversation about the truck had me fucking weak. <laughs> I feel you. you I'm still what? weak Mikey, when we talk about just read. the truck. Yes, ma'am. Got you. So my messy relationship um, fighting story. I'm sure y'all know I'm a sucker for a Jamaican man. I know. Mm. <laughs> my ex and I got into it. Uh, my ex and I got into it because I discovered he was cheating. Damn. I raised my hand at him. He's like 6'4". He literally looked at me like, what are you finna do? It was such a heated argument, but I felt so small and embarrassed for being that girl. I was mad at that. I was mad as fuck that he tried my gangster. Oh, really? no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as short as Randy. Ooh, shit. Oh, man. But just because you tall, don't play with me. It wasn't funny at the time, but playing it back in my head, I really was like, girl... What you was finna do? <laughs> Thankfully, I exited that relationship and never had to lay hands on anyone and no one laid hands on me. Good shit. Yeah. Y'all conversations about boundary setting and non-negotiables will be utilized in any future relationship to avoid me acting Guyanese, grabbing a cutlass and chopping them rice. <laughs> I, I feel you, Cece. Thanks, yeah. Cece. Thank you. It was really nice to see. <laughs> and I was howling. Hey, right, we're going to get into... <laughs> we're going to get into some... Some some a really nice conversation about two of our favorite women on this planet, and um, let's just get into it. We hope you enjoy. Now check it out. Now look, the apple don't fall far from trees, right? I'm in the land of milk and honey with the bees, like. And if I'm ripping it, what I'm so what with my seeds, like. Now check it out. Welcome back. Hey. <laughs> this is episode nine of the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. Um, I'm Mikey. I'm Randy. And today we're going to talk about two of our favorite women on this planet, our mamas. Our mamas. Uh, we'll share some history behind what made these women great and some stories about our growth as a couple and how our relationship with them affected us. Um, we'll detail their involvement and dive into the good, the bad, and the ugly of having mothers who care. <laughs> Yeah, this episode will actually probably be more entertaining and insightful than y'all think. Or than we thought. Right. (laughs) Um, But before we get into that, we obviously have to start off with our love story this week, which will be brought to you by my lovely wife, favorite wife. Anyway, favorite You're my favorite. Yeah, I haven't had any others yet. So like, okay, thanks, babe. All right. So this love story is about MJ. It's a it's a. It's a different love story. It's like a love story. Different like, a love story. It's not sad. Okay. But um, I ahead. think it fits with like the theme of mothers and relationship today. All right. So this is about MJ Seed. I, I really don't know if I'm saying her name right. Um, and Jenna Appermeans. Um, so Jenna Appermeans is actually her granddaughter. Her like okay. step granddaughter. I don't know how that works. So MJ Seed is gay. And Jenna's grandmother is gay. And MJ met Jenna through her grandmother. Okay. Through her partner. Gotcha. So Jenna is actually the other partner's granddaughter. 
Am I making sense? Yes, I'm following so far. Okay, so the interview is between these two, and it was just really sweet. I found it on StoryCorps, and I was trying to branch out, y'all, trying to find other love stories from around the world that don't involve StoryCorps or Humans of New York, but mm. I was not prepared. And I remember seeing this love story like in the beginning when we first started to do this podcast and I thought it'd be nice. And we haven't done a lesbian or gay couple or a couple that's not like heteronormatively heterosexual. You doing all types of air quotes. I'm just saying. That's right. Yeah. We're going to, we'll start diversifying. Yeah. Because that's what, that's what we want to do. That's what I want to do. Okay. I know what you want to do, but that's what I want to do. I want to share hood love stories. So MJ met her partner in 1990, um, but before they met, she thought that her life wasn't worth living because she never she thought she'd never be able to like walk along the beach and hold her her partner's hand because she was gay. And but that all changed when she met Jenna's grandmother and her grandmother was actually previously married to a man and had already had children. And like after they divorced and all of that, she came out. And told her, told Jenna's mother, you know, I'm gay. This is what I, who I am. This is who I love. And that's that. And so her family took it really well. And, and that's how MJ met Jenna. And so they are actually very close. And it was very evident in the interview that they loved each other and that both of them have been blessed by having each other in their lives. And so Jenna had asked, I'm not sorry, MJ had asked Jenna if she was embarrassed to have a gay grandmother. And she was like, no, you know, cause my relationship with you is all that matters. Now I didn't say Jenna is 12. So it was really sweet. She's a, she's a child. Um, and at one point, MJ affirms her and is like, you know, since I met you, you've always just been very firm in who you are. You aren't swayed by societal pressures or discrimination and um, or hate. And you just, you know, you stand true to who you are and you love who you love, um, you know, even if that includes your two great grandmothers. And at this point, Jenna got very emotional and started to cry um, and said that, you know, she loved her. and She just didn't know who she would be. Like where she would be if she didn't have her as a grandmother and how she's really fun and they go on roller coaster rides together and she started naming off all these things that kids love to do that they're surprised that adults also would love to do with them. And it was nice. And that is my love story. Okay. Yeah. That's different. It just made me feel good. And just the highlight that I think that we, I don't know. I think that the type of love stories that are advertised on TV and stuff is, especially if it's a lesbian or gay couple um, or any other couple that's not heterosexual, it's always, you know, you find, you know, it's like the fling, you find them young. But this is an older woman um, who found love later in life and with a partner who had been married and who had done these very normalized traditional roles and was still able to find love. So. And also, find find love with the with the child yeah. as a granddaughter. So yeah, yeah. Nah, that um, that was a good story. Thanks. That relationship between uh, what grandmother and grandchild is a close one too. It is. It really is. You're sappy like that. I am. I am too. Love you, Granny. <laughs> I wonder if she listens to this. I don't think so. I don't think so. Hopefully she don't. <laughs> Hopefully she doesn't. God. All right. That was a great story. Thanks. All right, you ready? Yeah. And we're going to get into our main topic now. Uh, mama. Our mothers. Mama. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, mama. Um, so before we start, let's just, let's describe our mothers. Okay. You want to go first? Yeah. So my mom is very short. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's she's five, two-ish, three, and she's actually the youngest of four sisters, she had us really young, as I said, stated in episode one. She had my sister and I 15 and 16 and my brother at 22. By that point, she was married to my dad. We all are from the same dad. <laughs> but um, she she had us really young. But like I said, she's always been real big on communication. She's always been very transparent with us. And while now we have more of like a friend-like relationship because I am grown, mm-hmm. we were younger 
I don't think that was the case, but I did feel respected. Um, I did feel like she loved us and she was determined to not do any, like to not perpetuate any, we're not perpetuate. She was determined to not have cycles within her children. And so, you know, we are all uh, first generation college students and we, you know, she pushed us to, to be, you know, academically, I don't know. She she puts us to be educated. We weren't allowed to do anything after school unless it was school related. Like so she, she was raised very, y'all nerdy. Yes. Okay. And I could only stay up if I read, if I was in bed reading. Like okay. it was stuff like that. And she is currently in school getting her bachelor's degree because Woo! she's great. And she's also working full time. And she's just a good person. And as y'all have heard through all these episodes and up to this point, she is very... She has a very firm stance in our relationship yes. <laughs> because of who she is that we'll get into more in the episode. But yeah. Okay. All right. My mother is um is a nurse. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest nurses you'll ever meet on this planet. She actually fixed me up after my own accident in a yeah. hospital where she didn't even work. That was episode um, two. Yes. Go back and listen. Uh, my mother is an immigrant. She um, moved here from Guyana, South America. I am one of my mother's four. Mm -hmm. I have three other sisters. My mother decided to have a baby every five years. Yeah, y'all. Then she skipped (laughs) 20. (laughs) To have Malaya. And have another baby. (laughs) Um, My mother has always been very present and always taking really great care of me. Um, All of her kids have had some type of sickness. Yeah. (laughs) Whether it's my sister's iron deficiency or my asthma and things like that. My mother has always taken really great care of us. She was a single mother. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, she did school. She went through school while she, when she moved to the States and, uh, she moved down here to Atlanta. Ooh, what else? My mother's also tiny. Yeah. Like this little feeble little She's thing. She's like 90. But like, so. <laughs> she gonna catch you. My mother <laughs> is a really beautiful old young looking lady. Yeah. Um, love her to death. Ooh, what else? What else she cover? Um, she also treated us. And she got her bachelor's. Similarly equal. Um, I'm my mother's only son mm-hmm. so she loved me a little different yeah. um, she re- definitely tried to keep me close um, she had all those worries that any mother of a black man in this country has um, still carries those with her to this day which makes me sad but I'm out here I'm alive ma and I'm gonna keep trying to do right cause you raised me well yes yeah that was sweet baby I know right all right <laughs> um, meeting our parents, what we assumed, our initial thoughts at the time passed. You- Ooh, I'm gonna go first. Okay, all right, because this is still funny when I talk about it. When I think about it, um, because the level of ignorance that I displayed was kind of funny. Okay, I had met Randy's dad a couple of times, and her grandfather when we were younger. When he would drop her off at school, I hadn't met Randy's mom for a minute. Um, I had already met a whole bunch of family members. Randy, as y'all may know, is a is a dark skin. It's a really beautiful chocolate skin, like has this like deep tone. And her dad is also dark skin. So, you know, I assumed when I met her mom that her mom would be dark skin. You're an idiot. I am, but I have to tell to share this because maybe this will help someone. He was else also like sixteen. I was. I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> um I always thought that dark and dark make dark. I was never good at biology, by the way. I failed biology in high school like twice. It's not my favorite subject. I'm smart in other things, all right? Um, Randy's mom comes to pick her up from school. She pulls up in Altima. And she was like, hey, how you doing? And I'm confused. It wasn't the Altima first, I think. It was. No, it it wasn't. It wasn't accurate. It was Altima. Okay, you're right. And I was like, oh, hey, how you doing? Lady, nice to meet you. <laughs> and this, this, it's this short, light skinned lady. Don't look nothing like Randy. Like at first look, and I was like, oh my god, no one has told Randy that she's adopted. You're so stupid. <laughs> and I didn't know that he was thinking this. I'm like, because Mikey's mom is dark skinned but he yeah. has two light skinned sisters, and their dads are light skinned Mike, this again was my so this <sighs> this was my ignorant child thinking. So I, I, and I just didn't think that she looked like her. It didn't take but like a couple of months to pass before I realized that y'all act and look just alike. Like it was crazy. <laughs> uh, I clearly wasn't looking long enough or deep enough, but um, it was hilarious. Yeah. So my first impression of your mother was like, "Oh, this lady seems really nice," but she'd been lying to her daughter her whole life. You're and- so stupid. <laughs> and so that was that was your initial thought. My initial thought. I thought she was pretty. 
I was like, oh, your mom's hot. Yeah, everybody did. That's what you're going to look like when you get older. All right. Oh, my God. Okay. Shit. Well, my initial thoughts about your mom were, um, well, my initial thoughts was she's really tiny. You mm-hmm. know, <laughs> she's giving birth to this very tall, big guy. That's true. And um, I thought that she was nice, but I also thought that she was reserved. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't ever come across a mother that didn't necessarily take to me. And I was the opposite. Mothers love me. Yeah. All moms love me. It's, yeah. And so, like, we, me and your mother hit it off. Right. Like, yeah. I was so, I was so weird that she was, like, um, not really, not. <laughs> she was, she, wasn't, she wasn't mean or, or, you know, malicious or anything. She was just, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Distant. She didn't care. Yeah. She was distant. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And in the beginning, it was easy to brush off because it was new. Mm-hmm. But, We'll get to that. All right. Yeah. So, all right. So, time has passed. Yes. And um, me and your mother are very, very close. Yeah. Your mother is different from my mom. My mom, growing up, like, she showed love. She, my mother was never short on, like, telling us that she loved us or she cared or showing us. Um, I um any Or showing us affection in any kind of way. It was just different growing up because my mother is from, like I said, she's from Guyana. And West Indian people... We just kind of raised a little differently. Your mom was kind 24-7 all the time, every time I saw her, and it was weird. <laughs> it was a very strange adjustment, but I, like, loved it. And I kind loved being how? around y'all. She was just always nice. She was always, like, happy to see me, always hugging me, yeah. asking me how I'm doing, and, like, checking in on my life outside of you. She would always say that if you and Randy broke up, you know, Randy would just have to deal with the fact that we still going to be cool. Yeah, they have a separate, very special relationship. Like it, that was very it was so evident nice. early on. Was that like any relationship you had with other people's moms? Yeah, nah, it wasn't the same. Like their mothers were always nice to me. They always, you know, treated me like they actually liked me. Outside of me, like outside of liking me for their daughter, they just liked me in general. But this one was different. She like really liked me, and like we were like really close. She like, she treated me like her own child. Yeah, off rip. It was good. Yeah, and. Um, and we just got really close. We bonded over you. That's how it like started. She liked the way I treated you. She liked the way I talked about you. Um, I feel like early on I answered questions right every time, like immediately. Like there was no thought behind any of my like responses and things. Like it was just instinctual. Like she asked me how I felt about you, I'd outright say it, and it would be the right thing. Um, she she forced you to date me. Yeah, <laughs> when you we all heard that in the uh, episode one. She asked Mikey to take you on my first date once I turned 15 and a half. And we were friends at that point. Yeah, and I was mortified. But Mikey did it, but by that point we were together. Yeah. <laughs> and we all went she to went on dates with us, uh-huh. and it wasn't weird to me. I mean, she was in the area, but she wasn't like sitting at the table asking me date questions. You know, she was yeah. just around. She was always around. Yeah. Um, And... We just got we just got really close over the years, you know. I call your mom like I call my mom, you know. We we talk. I go visit her like I visit my mom. Um, and this Mother's Day, we gonna dip out of here and go see them, you know, yeah. today and go spend some time. But it was it was a really really good relationship, you know. Um, because your mom your mom had time. Yeah, she, she did. really did. She had time, and that was not the case in the way like my mom pre- presented it with our relationship with Mikey's mom. Mikey's mm-hmm. mom wasn't she wasn't involved she wasn't she in the was, early stages nah. yeah no she wasn't she, we, you know she'd allow me to come over the house and you know we sit on the sofa with her and hang um throughout the day because in high school i dueled and rode to georgia state so i was always out of school a little earlier once i became a junior yeah um and she'd let me like eat food in her house if i gave her 10 cents but <laughs> <laughs> but she wasn't mm. like she wasn't going on dates with us she wasn't with us and which i understood because she's a nurse mm-hmm. yeah mom my mom like, played like right. the watcher role she was like yeah. if you are gonna do something my mom was always that mom that like i'm not gonna really let my kids go to other people's houses but, but y'all can all here. come to my yeah. house yeah like type of stuff and just before so we dated that close. before we went on our first date mikey and my mom mikey's mom and my mom spoke on the phone and apparently had a really good conversation and so which like made them made them comfortable with us dating but others outside of that there was no involvement in the way that my mom was 
involved. And a large part of that just comes from my mother's views on like relationships. Um, well, how she raised, I can't speak to all my siblings because me and my mother's conversation, I believe may have just been a little bit different, but my mother always not different. Um, my mother always said, you know, education is the most important thing. Get your education. Girls will always be around. Get your money. Set yourself up to be in a in a good position. That's where your focus needs to be. Yeah. You're messing around with these girls. Stop. Like, that was my mom. She would always preach that. Um, but this relationship was different. I knew this relationship was different. from jump. I just treated you differently. I actually cared. It was just weird. He kind of treated me differently. I did definitely treated you differently. And I think that as of this point, people who have been listening can attest to the fact that. Um, I was still in some ways that girl, but uh-huh. you were nice. Okay. And you were in love. I love you. You were. I love you. You were. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to diminish all that we had. Uh-huh. I'm just saying. Yes. That. I love you. Go. I love <laughs> you sorry. too. It's okay. <laughs> not going to make threatening eyes at my wife on Mother's Day. Um, my mother's views on relationships were that, you know, they're they're cool, but they're not to be taken that seriously when you like got a life to work on. You got to focus on yourself. Yeah. Um, And that's just how I was raised. You got to take care of yourself. You got to. You need to be in a good position before you can start talking about boyfriend, this girlfriend, that. Yeah. And, and she like, also had problems with how smart I was. It, like, yeah, there was that. There was, um, there was like this competitive nature about my mother. My mother knows I'm smart. Everyone knows I'm smart. Yeah. I have been told my own time, you're so intelligent. It's it's true. I am. Um, and I don't feel like I ever, I don't feel like I ever. I never felt dumb in your presence, you know, that's not the relationship that we had. The thing is, though, Randy is really smart as well. I got a really smart girl. (laughs) I'm attracted to smart women. That's like my thing. You have a preference. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I I genuinely do. Randy is so book smart. It's ridiculous. Randy knows a lot of stuff. I don't know. Just like I know a lot of stuff. Randy don't know. This is true. And there's like balance there. But I don't know. My mom kind of saw it different. Like this girl is like really smart. Um. I and got, like I don't know, I maybe it was gates. like a little. Threatening. It was like a lot, and so it made her cold to me, in my opinion. In her opinion, and I was like, I am. This is so backwards to me. I've never met a mother who didn't like that the girl was smart. I was like, I was so <laughs> confused. Why? I'm so because I would come over Mikey's house and I read, you know, mm-hmm. um, and I, I, it was so. Your mom was just so opposite of what I thought. Just because of what you were yeah, raised what with. what I was yeah. used to. I was like, oh, she's tough. She's also a Virgo. She's also West Indian. And she's West Indian. But, yeah. But I noticed there was, like, a slight shift in your mom. Um, I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, vibe towards me with your accident. Everybody yes. was really surprised that... Everybody except my family <laughs> was really <Yeah>. surprised <laughs> that I stayed with you that summer. Like, I don't, I do not to this day understand how you could be with somebody for years and not take care of them. You'd be surprised when they have a really bad accident. And we, I've known you, it feels like all my life. And it just didn't make sense. If people thought I was leaving a hospital, it was going to be something. I get it. But. From the outside looking in, I don't think people really knew how close we were growing up. Like, they can look back now and be like, oh, yeah, that did happen. Or y'all were like that. But, like, we were extremely close. But yeah. my relationship with you was seen one way by your family. Yeah. And my relationship with you was seen another way by my family. Like, my yeah. siblings and everything loved you. Yeah. They knew how close we were and things like that. But, again, my mother, you know, just looked at it differently. And, y'all, that was tough. We don't really, we haven't really gotten into that, but... Mikey's mom <laughs> caused a lot of arguments with us <laughs> when, we were younger. when we were younger, like on up until I was on up until I was 22, 23. Randy would say things like, you know, your mom treats me a certain way and she likes Well, not it. even treat me. I, it wasn't that. I was more like your mom is still this. Like, I felt like I had proven myself. I'm a consistent person. Yeah. And I know that with certain people and when it comes to trauma and how they feel about people, you have to be consistent. Like, you have to make a choice to, like, be yourself and be who you are despite if they believe it or not. Yeah. And then eventually maybe they'll come around. But it, at this point, it had been years. And every little thing I did was... <laughs> 
everything I did. If I walked in the house, she has this rule about washing your hands. Hey, you gotta wash your hands. You take off your if shoes. If I walk and you in the house hands. and go straight to the bathroom and wash my hands, she's pissed because I didn't stop to say hello. If I say hello, she's pissed that I didn't keep walking to go wash my hands. <laughs> I could not. Like there was nothing. There was nothing I could do. Yeah. There was nothing I could do. And um, it was really tough because I would go to Mikey and I'd be like, then at one point she thought I was like arrogant or at least, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, but when we talked about that and she said she does not remember, so we've since ass. healed from these things. Like no, this, yeah. is all, this is like past stuff. But, yeah. um, during that same time, Randy would come to me and she'd express these things and I'd brush it Mikey off. as like, me off. like, like, yeah, that's, that's, and I was that's so Maryland. Pissed. It's all right. Like, I'm like, make me feel better. The and problem he here was, is that my mom, Again, I'm her only son. My mom is protective of her only son. Like mothers and son relationships is a little different stupid. than what you are used to seeing when you grew when you're my growing up. My mom has a son. Exactly. But how your mother treats her son isn't to me, a lot of how your family moved wasn't normal. Like y'all a little too close. Y'all communicate <laughs> a little too well. It just didn't seem real. It really didn't for like maybe five years. Yeah. I was just waiting for like the other shoe to drop. Like like when y'all gonna like cut somebody like y'all y'all work together a little too well y'all a little too close-knit um but that's actually just how y'all were y'all just that's how y'all showed love we are a little bit more abrasive yeah <laughs> and I, yeah he was like well yeah she treats everybody like that's that. how she treats her kids and i'm just like i don't fuck if she didn't my like mom you, doesn't treat so you different. like that nah and I'm, I was jealous of that because I not because because I have a really great relationship with my mom and what Mikey and her have is really special. And I think what me and Mikey's mom have now now is special. But back in the day, I thought that they were the only ones that had a special relationship. And I was jealous of that because I wanted to be close. Yeah. I wanted to be close to the woman Mikey loved more than me, which is his mother. All day. <laughs> and in the way that my mom and him were close and I didn't understand why I couldn't have that when I'm a good fucking person, you cool. know. <laughs> I'm saying, that's the, that's as, that's what love from my mother looks like: being charged for your food, <laughs> getting yelled at for not doing the order correctly. Yeah, now nah, it, no matter what it was, you it's were an impossible thing. The only way it could do. work out is if you literally walked into the house, threw off your shoes, simultaneously running to the bathroom, screaming hello to everybody. And no, then because your hands. at one point. <laughs> that don't work either. It's my, it's my, it's the point I'm going to make. <laughs> I'm going to stop talking. Um, um, but yeah, so it was. But she did change, not change. She, she, she did ex- express some vulnerability with me after your accident. So we are um, now adults. Um, yeah, my, our relationship is looked at differently. Years. We are engaged. Um, it's very evident that you're not going anywhere. Wait um, for your accident. No, like after the accident. Oh, okay. But um, I, was, I didn't finish saying that. Okay. She, she, sorry. She expressed some vulnerability. At one point, my email was sending out spam, like my Yahoo that I ain't signed into for a while. Mm-hmm. And it sent her like a, hey, how are you doing? But it wasn't me. But she responded. Oh, no. Because you know, your mom does that. She responds to emails like she that. She will. And she was like, you know, thank you so much for being with my son. And I was like, oh, you're welcome. You know, it's just really nice. And um, that's not, that's the nicest thing she has said to me. <laughs> In, in like five years <laughs> I'm sorry and then on the flip side my mother said nice things about you behind your back that's kind of like how it works like she, oh. you know, some stuff you just not gonna hear out loud I'm pretty sure my mother has said plenty of nice things about me <laughs> to other people yeah. that I ain't hear until I finally heard it but my mother loved you she always thought she was pretty she really liked your skin my mother always thought like she's a really nice girl all the things that I'm sure you would have loved to hear yeah. at the time that I never did, did. Nah, but there were some epiphanies or wait, was there anything else you want to say on that? It was, and it, there was a lot of, um, a lot of the reason why there was friction between us and a lot of arguments was because you were expecting a relationship with my mother that I didn't even have with my mother. Like, yeah. You wanted this closeness and this openness and this communication and everything that like I have with your mom, me and your mom had everything except a secret fucking handshake. Like, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> that's all we was missing. Um, yeah. But but it's, it wasn't possible because I mean you can't you couldn't expect to have something that her you know, her own children didn't have. This is true. You know, like while she loved us and we were close, it was just different. Yeah, it was just different. And it took me a while, and we'll get into that. But it took me a minute to like see that that like this is not going to be 
the way that you thought. And back to, excuse me, episode seven, when I talk about do's and don'ts. Was that the marriage one? I don't know. We have so many episodes. (laughs) Episode six, I think, when I say relationships don't, like, take out should or expect, I should have done that early on. But I was also a child. You know, I was was way younger. I was hormonal. We ain't know nothing. Like, yeah, I didn't know (laughs) shit. And so that's what I acted like. But, yeah, I was jealous of their relationship, and it made it really difficult to... I don't know what to deal with. And then at one point, like we stated, when we got engaged, we were living with our mothers. And so I spent a lot of time actually at Mikey's house yeah. or Mikey's mom's house because at that point, Malaya was the only sibling living there. Yeah. And um, she still is because she's seven, about to be. And, um, uh, <laughs> you remember when we babysat? Quick interjection. <laughs> yeah. We babysit this child. How old was she at this moment? Like, one. Yeah. And okay. we weren't living there at that time. We were like, I, I think I still at my mom's house. Yes, but you were still at your mom's first house. Time spending a night at your mom's house with her knowledge. <laughs> I don't think I ever spent the night in the bed. I don't think so. <laughs> you are not. Wait, okay, nah, nah, no, you're I good. think, right? Wait, I wasn't, sh- did I just shush over the mic to get you to quiet? <laughs> yes, I don't think I said anything that was, nah, nah, nah. I think as an adult or like out of college, my first time staying with at your mom's house. Yes, just for clarity, Ma, no, she, she didn't spend the night without your knowledge before. I couldn't have, I was in high school. Yeah, Randy didn't spend the night <laughs> without you knowing. You are evil. I need to clarify. I never lied to my mama. I love you, Never? Mama. Never. I might tell her the truth later, but that's a live omission. It's not the same. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. So his sister, we had to babysit and she put us through it. Do y'all hear me? She was one at the time. So funny. Malaya was a very well-behaved child, like in the daytime. Like she really didn't cry that much. She was very, I remember when you first met her, when she was born, you were like, she's so pretty, but she's so boring. Yeah. I didn't realize all infants are. She just slept. She was so chunky. And it was so cute. And that's all a lot of people have ever known. So, like, the next day when mom come home and we telling her, like, how we ain't sleep because Malaya we cried the whole sl- night. No, she didn't even cry the whole night. Your sister literally was nocturnal. She didn't sleep. <laughs> she didn't sleep. And I finally got her in her crib. And as soon as she sees Mikey, Mikey extends his hands. And all she wants to be picked up. And I, I was like, that. you nigga. I'm like, I finally got her in her bed. I It was it was horrible. It wasn't that bad. It was bad. It was terrible. All right. So. Anyway, but yeah. So I stayed over there a lot, but um, she, like, but we were planning to move. And at one point I had, see, so my mom, and this goes into epiphany, so I'm going to, I'm going to transition it okay good transition. my mom and my like i one of the problems that i had was that was my thought my bad was i kept thinking of your mom as my mom yeah because you and my mom are like that but my, your mom is not my mom you know there are two different women and you know thank god they're you know their own person they got their own stuff and um at one point see what well, my mom <laughs> when we have good news to say or tell if I walk in the house and she's on the phone or I'm on, or I'm on the phone, really quick we'll tell each other what that news is. And then we move on and then when the other person is free, we'll have a conversation about it. And that day we had found out that we could move in a few days earlier mm-hmm. than we thought. Yeah. We were really excited because we were tired of living in our parents' house houses and um she, I was on the phone and she had walked in and I was like, oh, hey, we get to move in like so-and-so date. And I like walked away because I was on the phone with my mom. And then a few days later, coming over to your house, I realized your mom had been seething for like three days because she felt like I had told told her that to like spite her because they you know, take her son that. away from her. And I was like, I really can't do this anymore. When we, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I really Randy can't. had a problem with her tone. <laughs> I had a problem with her tone. Yeah, no, you had a problem with your tone. I used to we used to talk about this. Like, there's a way that you say certain things, and like you may not mean to say it a certain way because you're just talking. And like, we're really big on on tones. I think it's just the way I was raised. Like, if you say That's something so a certain way, crazy. it's re- yeah, it's received a certain well, way. Like, I, like what, what I you- think is, I think tone is is so um, it's subjective. Yes, yes. And and with your mom, there was no way that your tone could reflect. Ever, <laughs> ever. If I said it in a very high pitched voice, like then it was like, like, "Why are you so happy right. about 
She's not having eight. to come here. She's no crazy, more. <laughs> you know. Or if I said it like, <sighs> it was. I felt like you have to watch how you walk, and you have to. It's very. It's a very careful way that you have to like carry yourself, which is a lot. It's a lot. To a have. lot. Yeah. And I didn't have twenty something years of practice like you did. I did. I had six, and I was failing miserably. And it was really bad. <laughs> it was really bad. But my epiphany was, like I said, one of them was, they are two different women, you know. Yeah. And I had to stop putting that on her to be like my mom. Because that's not why I love your mom. I love your mom because she's who she is. Yeah. And, you know, I already have my mom and who she is. And there is no better Marilyn yeah. in this world and I, than my And it Marilyn. took me a, it, I didn't realize that I was doing that, which was making, I think, straining a relationship even for me. Because I kept expecting her to be Natra and she is not. Mm-hmm. Um She's not. And that's okay. That was one of my epiphanies. You? My epiphanies, it was more so the same thing I mentioned earlier. Like, I was like, you you were really, you had this expectation that you were going to get treated like like someone other than how my mom treats people she loves. Like, you ain't the only one getting charged 10 cents for food in the house. And right. you really got to, like, pay up. Like, I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. You're not the only one getting yelled at for not washing your hands immediately before someone could ask you like yeah you, you didn't it's not that's just that's just the rule that's just how it was um it it definitely it showed me what i should be like in the future as far as like being a father and being present in my children's relationships and how i how i want to act when my daughter bring some random little nigga home and i gotta like put the fear of god in him Right. But like still be kind. Kinda. Okay. And the same if I have a son, you know, like yeah. like it's just you know. Yeah, and I realized that I would never do this to someone else's child. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to be I'm about to be the kindest mama no, in the world. Like, you know, I feel like it but in a very authentic and genuine way. Like I'm mm-hmm. not you know, obviously I'm not. I, what I mean is, I think that, and then we talked about this yesterday off the mic. I think when you're younger, or when you first meet somebody, you always forget. Like, I, for instance, having to call you before cell phones were a real thing, and on the house oh, phone, yeah. being anxious about your sisters or your mom <laughs> picking up the phone and having to give the phone to you. And I used to try to tell you this, like, so this is back when house phones existed. Yeah. So only '90s babies can relate. We had two <laughs> separate numbers for the same phone, right? Yeah. The last four digits of our number were 8744 and the phone would ring twice yeah it'd be like ding 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 and if it was my mother it was 0057 and it would just ring once so if it rang twice we knew it was for us and we knew that but i didn't like express that to you at the no point. so every time i called i was just anxious and worried. i think that people forget but now like his sisters i'm trying to imagine being anxious about them and <laughs> exactly you know but that happens when you when you build a relationship yeah. and I think that people forget that in the beginning when you're meeting anybody, there's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of a nervousness it doesn't necessarily have to be bad, but, mm-hmm. and I don't want to, I remember being in high school, not knowing shit, being anxious all the damn time. And I just want to pay it forward when we have our kids, yeah. our living babies who bring their, their people here to, to remember that. That's true. Even if the child ain't shit, you know, I won't <laughs> tell them that in front of them. You know, I'll tell that to our, our children. See, I think like, that hey. was the difference also when like in meeting our mothers, I was fearless. Yeah. I had no anxiety. Like I, I'm first of all, I'm fine with meeting women and I'm fine with talking to moms. So this just kind of worked out in my favor. Like it was, yeah. there was no anxiety or anything with how I approached it. I had no expectations. Yeah. I was just going to like shoot the shit and see what happens because yeah. I think I'm a cool person yeah. to me, you know? Yeah. And I, me too. Shit. Yeah. I was fine until, but <laughs> I, I just realized that, you know, this was a lesson for me. Like I just, it was just like, you know, I'm just going to be the opposite when it's my turn to be a mom and to, and to welcome my child's whoever they bring home <clears throat> even if it doesn't last if it's not serious because it's just something nice to do that's true you mentioned though that you had that anxiety when you would call mm-hmm. and how you would be you'd be afraid that it might be my mom you know there were there would be times where you would specifically say to call you at a certain time so that you could avoid that i don't know if you remember me like you'd mm-hmm. be like call me at this time so that we could talk i don't oh, know if that was yeah. the reason why you did it but that happened now you know you'd be calling my siblings and 
my mama answering your custom out because you think it was my siblings. Was that talking. was a mistake. <laughs> you custom out. But your mom was like, it's not Therese, it's mommy. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry, mom. Do better. <laughs> I was going off, but it was only because I was like, Therese, we've talked about this. Anyway, um, another epiphany we had, well, how we got past all that is Mikey and me and Mikey's mom talked. We had a really communication. Nice, um, one-on-one conversation and we went out to lunch and it was just really nice and insightful and it just really cleared the i mean it just helped clear the air because i I think there were things either one of us didn't realize about each other and like i said obviously as y'all heard we weren't really communicating about feelings and things because mikey's mom is not that type of person i ain't that type of person (laughs) we'll talk about Um, like now i'll do it but Mikey's been doing it for feelings. years. Man, look, I've been putting stuff on the shelf for you, years you know. until you. I like hiding feelings. Feelings don't need to be discussed. They just need to be felt. I don't know, but of. it was nice. <laughs> and I, I think that we really want to have this conversation, not just because it's Mother's Day, but because in actuality, y'all, I mean, as y'all know, we see posts like this going around all the time in articles on Essence and stuff. But mother-in-laws are tough, you know, for some yeah. people. So some people, they don't have, like, it's just bad. Like, you know. It's just bad. And the reality is, while it's not bad for us, I think in any way, now, for the past few years, in the beginning, it started off rough. Yeah, if anybody listening to this, like, you will eventually have to meet the mother of, you know, your partner. Or the 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 matriarch in some way um having some patience in that arena will help you yeah (laughs) go a long way and it's not easy like like i said a lot of our arguments there's a large chunk of arguments in our relationship about your mother (laughs) no seriously i know and about our moms in general and and like how that uh impacted us and that which i think could have been avoided you know, if if we had had some sense, I don't know. <laughs> you know, and if we had shown each other a little bit more compassion and empathy on both ends, and and communicated. But Mikey's mom is really great, and she's strong, and she's been through a lot. A lot. And there are reasons why we are all the way that we are. Yeah. And whether people divulge that or not. You know, it's not our business. You it know, it took me a lot but... of like time to realize, like, yeah, my mother is my mother, but she's a woman. You know, she's a mm-hmm. person first, and it's hard to. Separate you don't come to that realization until you're older. Yeah, until you got some sense. Like, uh-huh. oh, my mom know, is my not mom just a mom. She's a person. Yeah, she had experiences and stuff that like brought her here before she brought me here. Yeah, and um, it just makes you look at it differently. It gives you a different perspective. I have a different respect for my mother. Um, I think once I hit like 19 after that, like after having conversations with her, my mother did a lot of things right. Yeah. My mother did so many things right. My mother, though she raised me herself, my mother never talked bad about my father. Not once. Never said an unkind word. Um, and it helped me grow. She always highlighted the positives about my father. It was like, you know, you're just like him because of this. You're so intelligent like him. You're so smart like him. You, you're, you're really, you know, you hustle like him. You, you think like, you think different. You think outside the box. Like, like, and those were the things that, Kept me going. Like yeah. Those things where I was really like, proud also to have. really like, um, I can't explain it. Like, I got really, really drunk <laughs> January 2015. Wait, why? At the New Year's party. Oh. And I blacked out. Do you remember that? January 2015? It was 2015, right? We were bringing in 2015 because we were just about to move. Okay. And I was at your mom's house. Like, you brought me back to your mom's house. And when I, you said when she woke up, when you woke up, she had like mentioned, oh, your dad used to take care of me like that too, or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she did, I thought that she would just chew into me when she saw, when she saw me. Cause y'all. <laughs> People get drunk. No, I, I've never blacked out before. That was the first and last time. And I lost hours. Okay. Like I don't remember <laughs> a lot about that night. And when I woke up to leave, one shoe was in the house. And one was in the car. And the one and one was in the car. He was in a rush. And your mom was so nice to me about it. <laughs> <laughs> I really just wanted someone to be nice to me because I felt like shit. It was so bad. And I was so embarrassed to be acting a fool at this woman's house. And um, she was just nice to me. Like, she's just, I think your mom always, like, shows not necessarily her humanity, but she shows, like, the depths of her compassion 
and some really on time and yeah, no her moments the moments she <laughs> her has moments is right like, on time right time. i'm like, like you know i really needed you to do exactly what you just did. i really needed you to say exactly what you just said just now so thank you yeah and i think seeing being able to recognize those things have definitely helped um our relationship yeah. and now i'm not jealous of the relationship you have with my mom i'm a little special. jealous of our relationship who you and my mom no you're not it took you less time to get to this point <laughs> real shit <laughs> sorry whatever what? that's fine it's okay i still got it your mom take me less time it took you less time to build the rapport that you have with my mom than it took me to build the rapport that i have with my mom that's because you're difficult real shit actually i would agree to that you're difficult i'm a little difficult but if it's anyone's fault it's my mother's what she made me I'm difficult by birth. You can't put that on her. You also have your father. It's both of them niggas. (laughs) (laughs) I blame all of this. It's the nurse and the Chapman in me. So what did we learn? No, no. We got to also your mom. What about? Oh, yes. 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 Sorry. And on the flip side of that, you know, your mom nurtured in a different way. The entire time. Just very patient. Very patient. And you could tell that. She loved her daughter. You were her firstborn child, and she did have you when she was young. She always kept you close, and she always wanted to protect you in that way, which is why I used to be surprised sometimes that she'd, like, let us do certain things. Like, let us, like, like she used to let me drive her car mm-hmm. whenever she would come pick y'all up from school, and I would ride with y'all to go hang out after school. Not after school. Um, no, on the weekend. Oh, on the we weekend. We lived too Just, far for you to hang general, out after school. There was a couple of times where she did that drive back. Mm, really? Yeah. I do not remember that. The first time I had Zaxby's was that time that happened. It was like a Thursday or something. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it was a weekend. And y'all were like hyping it up, talking about, oh, this is the greatest thing. This is, again, 2000. I don't know. It was a while ago. Seven. My kid never had Zaxby's before. I never had Zaxby's before. And they was talking about this salad. And I'm a real nigga. And ain't no salad <sighs> going to fill me up. But they just kept talking about how the salad was going to fill me up. I wasn't going to eat the whole thing. So I was like, all right, I'll try it. They come with this box. And I'm eating and I'm full, and I look up, and I only ate like a corner of it. This was back when Zach was actually used to stuff the salad. Yeah, but um, yeah, we used to we did a lot of like close family shit. Yeah, early on, and it. But she was always really big on that. I don't, I don't know why my mom is how she is. I've actually never asked her. Maybe we'll talk about that today. We should talk about that. Today. <laughs> like, why are you this way? Um, but I think that she, but my mom was also younger. Um, and she had a different job. And she just had different experiences as well. And I think that she was also a single mom. We, she was newly divorced. Um, like, yeah, like a few years in by the time we started dating. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Maybe she just didn't have time to, like, make you miserable. <laughs> like, maybe that was just not. Oh, right. I'm just like, maybe that just wasn't. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. You know both of them listen to this podcast. Right? Um, your mom knows that I love her. That's true. She knows that I love this her. This is and the nature of y'all relationship. And I like her. I think we're there. We'll find out when she I come over and the door locked. But no, I do love you, mom. She and do got a deadbolt. She do. <laughs> and our moms are just different. And but we they they've both been very influential in our in our relationships. I really I wouldn't have you if your mom didn't have you. And so I'm forever indebted to her for keeping you. <laughs> and raising you well. I wonder if she ever like regretted it at any point during my life. Like, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that she absolutely has. I think I was a good kid on up until like age six. Mikey, I think I was a good kid. Maybe she was like, "I'm really happy that you're my son." This entire like, no, I'm sure yeah. she. Your mama's ha- she loves you. Yeah. And you until just, I turn seven. You're just a lot. You're a lot. And I think it's a lot for you to realize you're a lot because you're such a good person. Are we talking about me being a lot from my mother's perspective or my wife's perspective? Because your, your, your tone changed a little yeah, bit. Am mother. I a lot to my mom or am I a lot to you? You're a lot. In general, you're, oh, a, you're okay. we're all, we're, our parents call us high maintenance for a reason. And I'm middle maintenance. No, baby. I am middle maintenance. You don't get to tell, you don't get to say what type of maintenance I you know what are. type of maintenance I need. And I need middle maintenance. I'm That's not high maintenance. Not, I'm not high maintenance at all. You're high maintenance. I would give you that. But no, no, I'm middle. This is what makes you high maintenance. This, this, sorry, here. Why is your head you're, moving? You're, <laughs> you're high maintenance. And I think that, yeah. You're that difficult. it's my mom's fault? No, I don't think it's your mom's okay. fault. I think that you just, 
it's hard to hear because nobody wants to hear that's not that true. they're I didn't say that you don't you don't take it and like grow from it. I'm saying that it's not easy to hear. You're annoying me, or you're hard, or you're difficult to love. That's for true. Days. That's hard. That's what I mean. It's yeah. hard to hear, and I think it's especially hard for you because your intent is so good. You have really great intentions every time, and um, but you know they're not always translated to that way. Uh-uh. But that's subjective. That's to right. what people are feeling. I, that's what I'm saying. Well, thank you, mom, for dealing with my maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did we learn? At the end of the day, what can you say you learned? What's one of the biggest takeaways from your your mom? My mom? Your mom. I, I'm sorry, I just added this piece to it. This wasn't in the production meeting. What did you learn from right. your mom throughout this relationship? What is one of the one of the takeaways? Our relationship together. Yeah. Um well, because you just added it. Lord Jesus. Um I know. I don't I, I learned that when you are okay with yourself, you can be good for, to other people. Yeah. Like, I feel like my mom's relationship with you and me came from a lot of her own, her work that she did on herself, you know, and she, I think she confronts a lot of difficult things about herself and she is actively, like, she's actively, she'll talk about it with you, you know, or wh- wh- whoever her person is for her to talk to, talk it out. So by the time she gets to you, her interaction, I think her interactions with us reflect the work she does on herself, if that makes sense. And so I've, I've learned to just work on me. If that makes, well, we hear that all the time, you know, you can't change other people, fix yourself first because in that people will like, it will reflect in your interactions with each, with, with them. Am I making sense? So my mom just taught me to, to look like, to just work on myself and to look at where I falter and what my flaws are so that when I interact with other people, I'm not projecting that on them, you know, I'm not projecting these old traumas and things because I've been in therapy or I've acknowledged that this is a problem for me or I, you know, so, and she's really big on like curating her space. I just saw that like phrase on the internet somewhere, but like, she's, curating her, okay. you know, she's really big on, like she's going to take care of herself so that she can give this energy to us and to these relationships. And so that's what I learned and that's what I'm learning to do. Okay. You know, and she's consistent regardless. She's not going to change up who she is because of how someone makes her feel. She may distance herself from them, but she's going to be herself. And so that's what I've learned. How about you? um, One of the bigger takeaways over in life that I got from my mom is that I am very much like my mother. Yeah. I I married Marilyn. Like my mother. (laughs) You don't understand. You did. My mom put effort into me. Um, she really did, but there are a lot of things I picked up subtly that I didn't even realize until I was grown. Mm-hmm. Um, the same way intentions can be taken differently than you intended is how it's my mom. It's the story of Marilyn. Yeah, like nothing she ever did, she did with malice. It yeah. was never to hurt you. It was always to help from her perspective. You know, it was, and that's just who I am as well. Um, and I, I, I appreciate my mom for a lot of things. the The work that she put into me made me who I am today. Um, and I'm proud of the man that I am today, even throughout with all the storms and stuff that I've been through and all the changes that I've gone through. It's largely in part of the stuff my mother put in me early. Um, my mother's the reason why I'm a gentleman. My mother's the reason why I open car doors and hold doors open and right. do all Funny the like story the- about that. <laughs> we had our wedding oh, tasting. Yes. We went to our wedding tasting. Okay. And. I don't think that I can. I'm going to have to get Mama and Mikey on video because I don't think I'm explaining how close they are. Right, so this goes back to um, Randy's. Randy's. My like, aha moments was yes. like, oh. When so, Randy hit that moment where she was like, it's not me. It's you. Yeah. Like when I realized that like. Yeah. <laughs> so we, so went, we went to our what uh, food tasting. Yeah. For our wedding venue. In Hopersville. Yeah, and both our moms came. So Randy, me, and my mother drove in my car. Yeah. Randy's mother, drove down sister, in her car. and cousin drove in her car. Yes, and as soon as we parked, Mikey, I don't even know if he braked the no, car. We parked, yeah. and we pulled into the spot first, and then your mom's car pulled up. And Mikey immediately. We, I think you and my mom and me were mid-conversation. Yes, and, and Mikey I stopped the e-break speaking. up. Turn the car off and I jump out the car. Jumps out the car. Jumps out the car to go 
opened the door for my mom, two cars down, and to hug and love on her. her. And me and Mikey's mom are still in the car. Now, that day, your mom was pissed at you for doing that. I remember you saying something. She was pissed. And it became a whole thing. You know, not out loud, but like a a whole thing. (laughs) And when we finally talked, your mom brought it up. You know, as a, you know, as a way to, I, I don't even know why. I can't remember how we got to that conversation, but she brought it up. Like, you know, did you, did you see how he hopped out the car and opened the door for your mom? And I was like, well, mom, you did you notice that he didn't open the door for me? <laughs> like, Mikey left us both in that car. Y'all. I really did. And she was like, oh, like <laughs> we were both stranded and neglected, and Mikey jumped out the car and like ran down. This this driveway to go, to go open the door for my mom. Nobody else, okay? Y'all can open your door. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like, so I but think. But I mean, but my my mother rode with us. So before all of that, I hugged my mom. I loved her, my mom. That's I thought, not like, it was, what matters to her. I know. <laughs> I know. I get it. So my intention wasn't to like make my mother or my wife feel less than and my mother. And because I'm so used to this, I didn't feel any type of way. It didn't even occur to me that this was abnormal. I wasn't even like, Mikey, you're a mom. Same. It really, I see, I because I've been, I have at this point been with you for eight years. I was just like, or seven. I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll open my door myself, and I guess I'll help mom out the car <laughs> while we wait for him to turn around and. I have something to bond over. So, sorry to cut you off, <laughs> no, but I just fine. had to interject with that story. That. Good times. But yeah, so that's like, yeah. And I think maybe there was some jealousy about your mom, about your relationship with my mom from your mom too, but which is what we could also bond over. But I, I think she, then she realized that that just wasn't a thing to be jealous of because y'all are weird. We are weird. Y'all are really weird. And y'all have a very weird and special relationship that I think is a blessing. It is. I think it is. I remember, like, when people talk about marriage, like, I would hear about men and they complain about their mother-in-laws. Now, I'm glad to say that I'll never have those stories. I have nothing but great things to say about my mother-in-law. Yeah. And I, that's it. Yeah. That's my life. Yeah. But, yeah, your mom is why you are who you are. And I think that's a reflection of her, herself. Yeah. And the work she puts in and she put in to make sure y'all are okay. Because y'all are. We y'all are. Y'all are Okay. She has really good kids. She does. Got and I one that's a doctor. Big sis out there slinging drugs legally. She's a pharmacist. <laughs> um, college graduates. Yeah. Or enrolled. Malaya with her little business. I got no criminal record. Yeah. We are, we are children of super moms. We man. really are. So thank y'all. Thank y'all. Um, so that was the episode. That was, that was episode um uh episode nine. Yeah. Dear mama. Um Obviously, you know, we're not the only people in the world with mothers. So, um, please share some pictures of your moms. Yeah. Please, tag, please share tag a, a story and like, yeah. of some trial or tribulation that you may have gone through with your partner's mother or your mother. Yeah. Everybody got them. Mother's Day is the day for highlighting how great your mom is. But, you know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes there's a clash and we want to hear that, too. Yeah. Um, so, tag us in that. Hashtag Black Millennium Marriage. Podcast podcast episode nine if you remember if you want to type all that <laughs> and i mean two separate hats you know what <laughs> fight or flight mikey fight or flight um so today's fight or flight mm-hmm. is gonna be a little bit different because i'm not prepared today to make you feel bad about anything <laughs> what i'm not i'm not prepared today to make you feel bad about anything it's i do okay. have a complaint though i have one complaint it is mother's day okay and for some strange reason, you thought or have been making comments about the fact that you don't feel like you are a mother. That's not what I mean. Okay. That I, may not be your intention, but the impact has been. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You have nothing to apologize for. Okay. I'm apologizing to you. That's what this fight or flight is about. Why? Because I feel like I haven't done enough this year, or today specifically, to make you feel like you are appreciated for being a mother. Mike. I have pictures in my camera. Of you and your baby bump. I <laughs> pitch I, I do. There's I proof that this happened. It. No. There that, was a baby I mean there was a it was a yeah. I was showing. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is what I'm talking about. You were a mom. Yes. You are a mom. Thank you. We just didn't have a lot of time with our child. Thanks. So I'm fighting you 
about talking about yourself. Like you didn't go through what we went through when that happened. I just wasn't sure if, you know, I don't know. It's like mm-hmm. you have to like have a certain amount of time for us. I've never done this before. Yeah. So I wasn't sure if, if it was going to be a thing. Man, look, mothers, mothers are mothers. If you have a great relationship with your child or a strained one, if your child is alive or if your child is gone, you're a mother. It happens. Thank you. You're welcome. That's my fight or flight. Babe, that is so not the rule. I know, but you'll be all right. We can fight about that tomorrow. Next week, <laughs> it's on you. Um, now I got to do a nice fight or flight. No, you don't. Mine wasn't nice. We still I was had still... a fight or flight for our miscarriage episode. I don't remember that. Yes, you do. I'll go back and listen. And you should, too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> moving on to our final segment, PDA. This is a special edition of Public Display of Affection because we are aiming these at, at mamas. At mamas. Because we love y'all. And y'all listen. And my mom probably won't listen for another two, four weeks. My mom will probably yeah. listen in a couple of hours. Because she she's in, she just finished school. And so she still has to catch up. But she'll hear this and she'll love it. So, mama, I really love you. As you know. And you have just been such a light. Just, I'm just amazed. I'm amazed by the woman you are. I don't oh. know. I just am. You are really great. And you... You really prioritize your relationship with your kids. You make us feel safe and you helped us be responsible and independent, independent. And um, you just you did good, mom. And I know that you got a lot of slack, obviously, in the early 90s as a teenager with kids and people made you feel horrible. But you have the best kids in the world and I would not want anyone else to be my mom. And I'm happy you had us when you did, though I know you would do it differently. <laughs> but I think that I, I I am especially blessed because you are my mom and you are my mom when you were my mom, um, when you became my mom. And I'm proud of you. And you're doing it, mom. You really are proving everybody wrong. You lost friends when you were in high school because nobody wanted people to be friends with teenage mom because Big they teenage. think that's contagious. And I think that's full of shit. But when we make it, mama. And we out here with millions of dollars buying you your house in Hawaii. Talk your shit. Talk your shit. Oh, All them friends from high school and they parents. Yes. wanted something. I'm going to be like, fuck you. That's right. I love you. That's where I would insert gunshots. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Your turn. That was a good one. All right. I don't know how I'm going to follow up with that one. <laughs> I will start by saying thank you, Ma. Yes. Thank you very much for everything that you have ever done for all of all of the struggles you had to go through. I remember you sharing stories about what it was like when you moved into your first apartment, when you got your first place by yourself in Oak Forest, um, and how run down it was and, and how you was just happy to have something that was your own. Um, you did your absolute best and I will always be appreciative of all that you have ever done for us. I remember those times where it was the middle of the night and I'm having asthma attacks, damn near dying. And you had to take me to Eggleston <laughs> and <laughs> rub my back while I'm on this machine dying. You know, like yeah. you, you've done a lot and I ain't going to get too sappy because I'm just going to love on you today when I come see you. Yeah. But, um, while Randy expressed that she's proud of her mother and I too am proud of my mother, I am more proud to be able to call myself your son. Um, I really, I'm just thankful. Um, please don't think that anything that you've ever done for me or my sisters goes unnoticed. I'm honestly just trying to get to this point right now, Ma, where I can make something of myself and make you proud. I want to do stuff for you before I no longer have you. I'm trying to get you that house, Ma. That's what I'm out here working on. I'm trying to get you to stop working. I want to see you lounge. Yeah. I want to see you relax. Or travel. You work so hard and I'm over that shit. Yeah, I want you to be over it, too. I want so many things for you. And I'm very, very thankful that I was blessed with the position of being your child. Number two out your vagina. Number one in your heart. I love you, mama. <laughs> You're an idiot. What? A sweet one. What an idiot. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. All right, y'all. Be sure to check out our website, blackmillennialmarriage.com. And we are now on a, we are now available on iTunes, Stitcher and Google Play. When you're on the website, subscribe to our newsletter. Move around, check around. We work really hard on it. When I say yep. we, I mean I. First and of all, I, I work would... very hard on those newsletters. 
Mike, you have do you even know what they look like? I do. They look really nice. You don't you ain't never looked at a I have seen the first one. Mike, y'all, my own husband don't look at the news. Look, man, y'all nigga don't be checking this email. Plus, I didn't win the raffle, so. Yeah, so we'll have subscriber giveaways at the end of this month. So make sure you subscribe and we'll announce that at the end of May. Follow us on social media platforms. On Instagram, we are Black Millennial Marriage. On Facebook, we're Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. And on Twitter, we are Black Meal Mare Pod. I'm really trying to get Mikey out there, y'all. He's supposed to be running the Twitter. And, you know, we're working on it. Hey, man, I'm an educator, and it'd be hard to talk. Educators be sometimes. on Twitter now. They do, but that's because they just complain about their kids. That's I don't not want true. You, or they job, or they just ready to be no, done with school. No, they tweet like and normal people. they do tweet people. like human beings. That is true. I'm one of don't those human beings that don't like I'm not coming for educators. I'm a part of that. I know. You don't know the life we live. What? I'm joking. I was just in it last year. Last year. Times have changed. No, it ain't. Anyway, I'm <laughs> I'm trying to be more active as well. Please ask me questions. Ask and I will answer. Well, no, not just such questions. Though, I'm just saying. I'm just saying in general. Okay, um, that's fair. But Mikey's I just running the story Twitter. last week. Go check that. He did. It was funny. Um, thank y'all again for listening. Be blessed. Don't settle. Fight clean. Peace. If you digging what I'm saying, we could go deeper. I dig it. I dig it. Dig it. I dig you it. dig it. I dig it. I dig it. Dig it. You dig it, I dug it, we're good, so yo, I hope you love it, I love it, I got no upper, but none above it, I'm focused on what the funk is, don't know what's so fierce, I'm sipping time.